everybody. This is Dustin Chandler again. I appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, today we are talking to Miss Stacy Gibbons. Um, Stacy and I met uh, during a training that we held up in Athens, Alabama. Um, and her story is, is very good. She is a parent of uh, two children with uh, disabilities here in Alabama, up in the Athens area, Athens, Alabama. And we met during a a training. She came to our training, wanted to know what it was like. Uh, as many of you know that I train uh, police officers and other first responders on how to interact with people with autism and, and other developmental disabilities. And and Miss Stacy showed up to our training. I met her uh, and just her story was interesting to me. And I just wanted to bring uh, a, a parent, uh, another parent perspective to not only give you guys, you know, that know that all other parents are out here with us, of course, but also to, you know, use her story and and everything and her son and all this stuff as inspiration. Um, and then just, you know, gain some power from other people to, to kind of make it through uh, every day. So Stacy, I appreciate you joining us. Um, when you and I met, yeah, when you and I met, you know, the, uh, we were training up in Athens and, um, you know, you came in and introduced, we, we just kind of met and uh, everything. And then I heard the story of Brooke, you know, you have a son Brooks with autism and I'll, I'll let you uh, talk about your children on, on your own to, for you to tell the story. But, you know, that's why I said, I said, Hey, I, we want to bring, you know, parents and their story of their child and, and everything and, and your journey uh, with autism and everything to other people for that inspiration. So I'll just kind of let you start on, you know, uh, about Brooks, about the journey, about your other child, um, and just share with us kind of how it all began for you to become not only a mom, obviously, uh, but you're also a pretty uh, big advocate as well. So kind of how, obviously, the birth of children changes us all, right? Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, the birth of my daughter changed me and, and the birth of your children, every all my children have changed me in one way or another. So I just want to hear it from you. Like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and about uh, your children, your kind of the dynamic and how you became an advocate and um, kind of where you're at now. Yeah. So unlike children who are born with noticeable physical disabilities, we didn't know anything was different about Brooks uh, when he was born. Um, it, we began to see some weaknesses in him or some differences in him when he was about two years old. He had a major speech delay. He had a lot of social anxieties and those became more and more pronounced. And um, when he was three and a half, we took him to be diagnosed. And Dustin, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it, it was it was hard to stomach at the time, um, just as I'm sure it is when you're when you're given a child at birth with a with a disability. It was um, it was a difficult moment. And I remember feeling like um, I suddenly had a different child, not anything I prepared for that I was prepared for. I, I just felt like I was walking out with a different kid. And it took me a long time to realize he was the same kid that he was when I walked in there. And that was exactly how God intended for him to be made. And, and uh, I just had to learn how to understand him better. And so we began getting him help. And I, I, at the time, Dustin, I'm going to be honest with you, I think that I was trying to cure him. Um, and then at some point I realized there is no cure for who somebody is and how they are. Um, and I've embraced his diagnosis and that was a very, uh, powerful moment in my life that took a lot of weight off my shoulders when I finally just embraced it and, um, accepted him for who he is. 
And then I began to see the therapies and the help that we were getting him as just tools. We were just providing him tools. We weren't trying to change him. We were just trying to help him uh, to be able to navigate the world. And so I shifted my thinking. And from that point forward, it has been a joyful journey, I will say. Yeah, uh, you know, you mentioned something right there real quick um, that I think all of us, um, you know, myself included, you, you, you have a child and they get a diagnosis. Uh, really doesn't matter what that diagnosis uh, is uh, or how severe or how less severe. It kind of China, it, it changed my perspective as well. Uh, at the very beginning, I, I was just like you. Uh, my daughter's got CDKL5 deficiency disorder among, she is on the spectrum too, but she's, mm -hmm. you know, she's got a lot of other things and I was set out to cure it. <laughs> right. You know, holding fundraisers and we were, we were skydiving for a fundraiser and I'm not against fundraising and, and putting that money toward research. So I'm not saying that, but it is something that you get to a point where you're like, you know what? She's my daughter. Right. Um, you know, it's your son and, and they're not the disorder. They're really your child first. And that was, you know, something that I went through a process that I went through over the, uh, the last 11 years is just getting to the point where they're our children first. And, um, and, and like you said, in autism, that's a big thing, I think. And, um, kind of go, it's a big thing to me as far as the people get, uh, a child gets an autism diagnosis and people uh, want to quote unquote cure and going to help them out and all this. But as I see it, I mean, people with autism are humans. I mean, that's how, like you said, how God intended it for me. And that's uh, some acceptance and take us a little bit about, you know, back in that kind of journey of, of accepting that fact. I mean, was that really difficult? I mean, was it a, uh, and and kind of how long of a process was that for you? Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend that it was an easy process or that it was an overnight process. Watching him uh, fall so far behind with things um, was difficult. Watching his peers be able to play sports and be able to tolerate birthday parties and he couldn't do those things. That was difficult. There were so many tears and and honestly, there were so many frustrations Um and I'm going to say too, Dustin, my husband and I have a wonderful marriage now, but it was a strain on our marriage. Um, and I, and I'm sure that most of those with special needs can relate to this because the husband and the wife, it takes, you're, you're on a journey and it's very difficult to journey at the same time, at the same pace. So it was difficult on so many levels with so many different things. And it was years. It was years. Um, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say four or five years of growth um, before I came to a place of complete peace. And so did my husband. Um, we and I'm, I'm almost ashamed to say that I'm almost ashamed to say that I didn't just recognize immediately who he is, who he is. He's fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And he's happy with who he is. And why was I not happy with that? It seems so selfish, but it did take a long time and a lot of prayer. I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. It took a lot of prayer and it took support. It took others who were ahead of me in the journey, who had gone before me and um, who had, who had come to a place of peace and understanding and acceptance conversations with them um, for me to, to turn to where I could see it in a positive light and not as, as a negative, Lord, why me? Why did you do this to my son? And I'm also going to say that I, I, I think there is so much power in reading, uh, reading things that adults have written um, who have autism or other special needs. And as adults, they can, they can reflect back 
um, to their childhood and what they're thinking and feeling. And so many authors that I have that I have read or, or things that I've written or things, I'm sorry, that I have read by uh, these individuals will say, we don't want to change. We are very happy with who we are. Why, why do you want to change us? And that's very convicting to me. Yeah. And you know, that that's what we, uh, we work with self-advocates a lot in our training. And that's what a lot of them will say is, and, and that's what we've, you know, I've read personally as well too, is the fact that, you know, people are, um, they're proud of it. I mean, really, and it should be, I mean, and that's kind of the point in some of our training classes that we go through is really the, the community, the awareness piece. Yeah. Um, they are who they are. I mean, and, and to me, um, really people with disabilities in general, uh, especially the children and, and everybody that I know, we're all humans, right? right? I mean, we all have our differences. It doesn't matter if you have a diagnosis or not, that we're all humans. And um, and I agree with you uh, from a parent's perspective that um, it it is a long process mm -hmm. of getting to the point where, like we're talking about now, is um, figuring out kind of, you know, accept, accepting your child's situation. And then you're obviously the family dynamic situation yes. as well. Um, it's not easy. Uh, yeah. and I've talked about that in great length. Um, is it, it, it's not easy to come to that. And then you mentioned the marriage part of it and listen, you know, I, I think me and my wife, uh, Amy, we work at that all the time, right? I mean, it's marriage is marriage, but when you have this dynamic that you didn't think you were going to have, mm -hmm. um, I, like you said, I'm not going to sit here and kid anybody. No, none of us, it doesn't matter if it's autism or um, any kind of disability, anything, we all pray for a, uh, 10 fingers, 10 toes baby that is healthy and nothing is wrong. And sometimes that just doesn't uh, happen. And, and I'm also, and maybe that's why I'm really drawn to your story and you as a person is we're believers. I'm, I'm a believer, uh, in Christ and, and God intended it for it to be this way. Right. Um, and I, I think it's important to point out to all the parents that listen to this, that know that, you know, God never said he wasn't going to, you know, give you things you couldn't handle. He's going to give you things you can't handle. <laughs> so but nothing that he can't handle, that he can handle. And it's an all it really works for his his good purpose. And, and it that's may right. seem bad to you. And, you know, that's a process that we went through. And, and I still struggle with, you know, the sometimes because it's it's tough. I mean, it is tough. But but I think it's important to know. And, and what you said, too, is that it's a long process. Don't think you're going to, you know, go from well, I've got a child with a diagnosis. And then the next week you're like, well, okay, nothing, no big deal. None <laughs> of us really go through that. You didn't go through that. I haven't gone through that. So parents, uh, when you're, when you're listening to this, you're not alone. Right. And I think it's also important. What you said too, is really drawing on the experience of uh, prior, you know, of, of people that have been down the path that you're going down. Um, and I would say that's really helpful, you know, and social media has made that easier to find people. Uh, like that. So I think that's important too uh, to do that. So I want to kind of shift. So obviously, as, as you got, you guys can hear or see that Stacy is a parent uh, of a child uh, of two children um, with uh, disabilities. And so you kind of get to the, I want to talk a little bit about Brooks and just says really Brooks has autism. Uh, we just talked about the parent part of it. You can speak uh, of whatever you want to share with us about Brooks, but I want people to hear the positive things too. Um, mm. I think it's a lot of times we as parents in this in our uh, our community, the disability community, we always focus on deficits a lot, which which they're out there. Um, but I'll be quick to point out to everybody that listens to this that everybody has a deficit of some sort, right? So some are uh, bigger than others. We we all have deficits. So I like to focus on strength as well. But that's what it, it encouraged me to hear that you know, and it may be a 
shocker to some people, people with autism and other uh, disabilities drive. They drive cars and Brooks is about to do yeah. that. So tell us a little bit about Brooks and your other child if you want to, whatever you want to share. Um, you can share the journey and the struggles if you want to, but also highlight some of these strengths and, and victories that you guys have had. Yeah. And some of the things that are strengths now certainly weren't. And I think that that's interesting, too. Um, you know, I, I mentioned that he was speech delayed and he he had language, then he lost language. Then he had trouble putting words together, sentences together. He was four and five and not really able to communicate. Um, but yet today he announces baseball games for the middle school baseball team. He's been invited to uh, the Atlanta Braves to meet with the commentators there. Just, you know, some really cool things where once we saw a real deficit, but um, with a lot of prayer and, and granted a lot of work, that has become strength of his. His voice is now a strength of his. Um he, he has always struggled. Well, no, not always, but there was a time where he obviously struggled socially. Um, there was a time where, where he would stay in a corner. He would run to hide from people. And I'm going to tell you what we did. We, 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 we made every opportunity to get him out, to, to put him out in public, to, to, to give him experiences. And as a result of that, he's a really social kid now. Now, is he socially awkward? Yes, he is. He'll say some things and do some things that are awkward. Um, but he's very, very social. And um, he was actually just named at his school, the kid most likely to make you happy. You know, uh -huh. he's just... Yeah. Isn't that cool? He's just pleasant. He's, he's so fun. Um, definitely one of the, the common characteristics of these individuals is um, a little bit of naiveness to things. But Dustin, I'm going to tell you, that is such a blessing. How many times do we say that we wish our kids could could stay like a, a two year old in their mind? Well, in so many ways he is. And, and that's a blessing in so many ways. He is protected from a lot of a lot of the evils of the world. Um, so his kindness, his, com his compassion, his care for other people. Um, he just does not know hatred and meanness. It's just not in him. It's just not in him. And those are definitely some of his strengths. Yeah. But, I, but I do think the most interesting thing is his voice because I never thought, I remember thinking, I'm never going to hear him say mommy. I'm never going to hear him say, I love you. I'm never, he's never going to be able to put three words together. And now he's a speaker. He's an announcer for a baseball team. I think it's amazing. No, it is. And, and that's what I want parents and other, uh, you know, advocates and everybody, especially the parents out there, when you when you get an autism diagnosis or anything, that is really not what I would say. There's no, you know, sentence of no. this is absolutely going to happen. Um, no. And I understand. I'm, I'm very sensitive to the fact that we don't all, not everybody comes from the same socioeconomic background. I understand that. Um, and different access to therapies are a little different. But with help and support, I think it's very right. important. Uh, the support process and the therapy and everything that that things can happen and be That's amazing. Right. Um, you know, people with autism can do amazing things uh, if given the opportunity, which, you know, sometimes I think they're, uh, they're awarded those opportunities and sometimes they're not. But just in his right. case, I mean, you go from a child that you didn't think you were ever going to hear say, I love you or, you know, hello or goodbye or be even, even 
to be able to even talk to you. And now he is the voice is the voice to, of a baseball team and going to meet with the Braves commentators and all this. I mean, that's glorious. I mean, that's what I want yeah. people to understand and parents to know it is going to be a, it is going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever need to lose. We don't ever need to lose that, but we need to, and it, and I'm talking to myself here. We always have to look forward and try to find the silver linings, right. Of, of what right. could happen. And, and I hope that, just people hearing this will say, listen, you know, if, if, if Stacy and her son and their situation and they got there, I mean, you can do that too. Now it is going to be hard work and maybe a struggle. Um, and, and to me, a lot of prayer, uh, and that's daily or maybe hourly prayer. Uh, but I think people can get through that. And I, I love hearing that about Brooks is, you know, that's a great, I mean, what a great victory that is from not knowing he's going to talk to now being the voice of a baseball team and announcing and, I mean, that just shows you the turnaround that can happen. Yeah. And, and Dustin, I, I think it's, it's important to note that, you know, you're, you, you may not get your dreams, but these kids are they're They can do amazing things. I'm the parent who dreamed that my kid would be on the baseball field playing the game. I, I pictured him on the mound. Um, we have a history of baseball players in our family. And I pictured that. That's 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 just what I pictured. But the Lord uses him in a different way. And and I think it's wonderful. We just have to shift our thinking and not put limitations on them. And I will say that 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 needs to to go on my on my tombstone that um, that the Lord has shown me time and time again that I've put limitations on what he can do. Don't put limitations on what God can do. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I know that we'll, we'll learn that the hard way, but I think that's a good point for parents to hear. Um, you know, don't put limitations on your own children thinking they're right. not going to be able to do something because of this or because it, of A, yeah. B, or C. It may not be exactly what you can be Right. And and listen, I mean, I think any, anything, that's what I was saying earlier about we don't, I haven't met one parent yet that prayed for a child with a disability. Right. I haven't met one. So listen, that's right. I mean, it's kind of a, and everything is different. Anybody that's listening to, the, to this or watching it, I mean, we understand it's everybody is different, right? Every situation is different. The severity level of any disability is different. The challenges that people have are different. Really what, you know, we have to understand is that we are in this situation. We can make the worst of it. And sometimes you have partly cloudy days as a caregiver and as a parent. Um, and it's important. Uh, I always mention this when this comes up, but it's important to take care of your own mental health. We all have mm-hmm. mental health. Uh, we all have to, um, you know, take care of ourselves because we are caregivers, but really not getting into the, and, and I've, I've, I've focused on the negative a lot before. Um, and I probably do every once in a while because it, it, it is a struggle for us. I'm guilty too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to struggle, I think, uh, in, in life and especially in these, situations but it's important to know that the positive things can happen yes Uh, amazing things can happen especially in the world of autism we have we have gotten in a society a little bit hopefully we're kind of getting away from it that uh, once you get labeled quote unquote labeled um well then there's this set path for you and that's all we can do well that's not necessarily true And, and brooks proves that um, and, and Brooks is about to drive a car, correct? I mean, he's learning how to drive. He is. He's 15 and he passed his permit test and he is driving. And and that's one of those things that I that I said he would never do. Dustin, I'm, I'm guilty. And the Lord proved me wrong again. He is behind the wheel of a car. And I, I could not be more ecstatic. 
Yeah, I mean, it gives me chills. Literally, it does. I mean, that, and that's the thing. I want parents to hear this and, and listen to Stacy and about her situation. And, and listen, is it going to happen to you? We don't know. I mean, none of us can, but we, but we don't want to lose sight of things that are the positive things that are happening. That's right. Um, you know, focusing on on the negatives all the time and what people can't do, and then and then worrying about sometimes us as parents what we wanted them to be. Yep. Um, and, and being disappointed. And being yes. disappointed because I am guilty of that as well yeah. of of saying my my middle child Carly is that she could have been playing with her uh, younger sister and her older brother and and that is true but I've got to also understand that's not the situation I'm in. Um, God didn't intend it to be that way. Uh, and, and that stuff us as humans, um, and being as we are, we got to recognize that. And I think we have to pray for that when we go through those times, That's but right. just hearing that and Brooks being able to drive, I mean, it's like, I don't know if, you know, in our, some of our training classes, I'll always say, Hey, can people, you know, can, can individuals with autism, can they drive? Yes, they can drive. They are amongst us. We are, we are all, uh, just people. Um, and just hearing that and, and, you know, because I know people with uh, newly diagnosed children are going to hear this um, and, and we'll wrap up here soon because I didn't want I really appreciate your time. What what advice would you give uh, parents that may have a three to five year old that or a 10 year old? It doesn't matter. A child that may be uh, newly diagnosed and they're just now getting into really an unknown world because uh, our experience having a rare disorder. When we were diagnosed, we were put on an island. Um, and nobody knew much about this disorder is very, very, it's, it's still very rare, but when you are diagnosed, you know, sometimes it's the information, you know, and you will start searching the internet for everything. Um, Yeah. Um, but what would you, as a, as a parent, like we said, we always like hearing from people who, who have been through, uh, things. What, what is one, one or two bits of advice you'd want to give, uh, parents that may have a newly diagnosed child with autism? How you want to narrow, you want me to narrow it down? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because you can't so do much. two or three. Yeah. Uh, what, just just go into it. I mean, feel free to, you know, to, to speak freely yeah. on what would you tell new parents? Well, I'll try to make them in bullet points to make it quick. But it's interesting that you mentioned Google searching because I have often said, stay away from the Internet. Um, and, and, and that's not that that's that's not I shouldn't make that complete statement because there's such helpful information out there. But you'll chase, you'll get down a rabbit hole of hearing all the bad stories. And that is where you'll fall victim to feeling like this is a death sentence. And that uh, as you read other people's stories, you'll begin to think that that is your own. And um, I tell people, your story is yours to create. It's your journey. And so uh, stay away from all of those discouraging Um, Google stories that you can find. That would be my first thing. The second thing is to try your best and it does take time. It's, it's, we've, we've talked about it. It's not something that I can say and that you can do immediately, but embrace that um, label or that, that, that diagnosis. So many people fear a label or a diagnosis. And I tell you a hundred percent People need to understand your child and they will only understand your child if they know your child for who he or she is. And so you call it a label, call it a diagnosis, whatever it is. Embrace that. Don't try to hide it. It is who they are and the world will will respond better to them and more compassionately and more understanding if they know what it is. So so embrace it embrace it. Um, 
I, I would say to get as much help as you can. And I do understand that there are different um, economic situations that may not allow you to go get private services, but there are other things that you can do. There are um, services that are for those who are not financially in a position where they, they can afford uh, private services. The schools offer services, early intervention, do whatever you can do to, to help just as soon as you get the diagnosis. Just And again, it's not to change them, it's not to cure them, but it's to give them tools to help them. And then the last thing is, Dustin, as you just said, get yourself um, an army. Um, Surround, surround yourself with people who are um, at least willing to, to try to understand where you are. And you may not be able to relate to, they may not be able to personally relate to you, but find people who are going to listen to you and who aren't going to, um, who aren't going to judge you and who will just be a, a sounding board for you. You need people. Don't isolate yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really important. Um, you know, and, and sometimes with, with some of this, just as parents, this, this comes as a shock to some people, but you may lose friends. I yes, mean, you will. Um, we have, I've talked to several other parents that have, uh, that happens. Um, yes. And I, I, I can't, nobody can answer it for me. Nobody ever comes back and says, well, here's why we don't want to hang out with you guys anymore. But I mean, we, you know, we can sometimes figure things out, you know, but, yeah. but it is having that support. Um, and, and reaching out to other people that have been through it. And, and I, I agree with you on the Google thing, right? The internet, it can be a dumpster fire, but it can also be uh, used for good to connect with other people. I always tell people if you, if in any, in anything really, but especially being a parent of a child with a disability, if you could find a support group, mm -hmm. just to go read what other parents are saying. And now I know you'll see some negative things. You'll see some positive things. Uh, but just having those people to ask questions, like you said, a sounding board, yeah. I've oftentimes too told people that, you know, um, especially in our training classes, because a lot of people that go through our first responder classes, they're not, uh, they don't, they may not have a child with a disability, but they may know someone who does. And I always say, listen, just be somebody they, that you, you, you'll listen to them. Yes. Just be there to listen. You don't have to say anything. Maybe it might be that day that that parent or that caregiver just needs somebody to listen or be the yeah. shoulder to cry on or just, or just be plain kind to, to somebody because it's um it because like you said it's it can be a struggle and parents are going through different phases uh mm -hmm. much like everybody else but i think support is very good and yeah and really just knowing other people are out there that have done it and um you know and the self-advocates themselves i think it's important for people with autism to understand other i know people other people with autism as well i mean that's kind of the point is we're all i think society we look at one group of people and you know, we all, we're all over here, but no, not really. I mean, we're, everybody should be uh, amongst each other and, and a lot of other people. So, and I wanted to mention your, uh, your nonprofit, it's called, I believe it's make a way. Is that yes, correct? Tell is. me a little bit about make a way. And I just wanted to, to get that in there for you. Um, oh. cause you do great work for make a way. Um, heard very good things about it, but I'll let you tell about make a way and, and how people can donate to you guys if they feel like they want to. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Make Away is a, um, a 501c3. We're based out of Athens and um, we have nine members on our board, but our mission is to provide support and services 
to uh, those with special needs in a, in the schools or in a recreational environment. And um, we have installed 16 sensory rooms in schools here locally that are being utilized uh, throughout the day to calm individuals. Um, these aren't just individuals with autism, but these are individuals with ADHD, ADD, oppositional defiant disorder. There's a long list of individuals who are using these spaces. We also provide um, or, or we host events throughout the year that are safe and um, non-judgmental is what I like to say. So an Easter event, Christmas event, fall event where these families can come and they don't have to worry if their kid's going to have a meltdown and is going to get a lot of stares because they're probably going to be 10 others in the room doing the exact same thing and um, uh, all families that understand. So um, we we do other things. We're working right now with the Bertie Thornton Center, which is a in-house facility here that works with adults to host some events for them. So um, we just try to love on the special needs community. And you can check us out on Facebook at Makeaway Foundation. And there's information there about how to give. Okay. Well, great. I mean, listen, that's, that's good stuff. And I always, you know, I always encourage people. Now, listen, getting a 501c3, a nonprofit started and going and the board and notes and minutes mm -hmm. and all this stuff, there's a lot involved. But I always encourage, listen, I mean, take, you know, I tell people all the time, take the situation and try to, trying to use some of that negative energy yes. that you may have early on. I mean, I, I held skydive fundraisers. Uh, we would do a fundraiser and we'd all go skydiving and we'd bring anybody that wanted to donate. <laughs> I mean, that's a complete stress reliever, uh, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane <laughs> with a parachute, but you know, it's kind of taking some of that negative energy that yeah. you, you might feel that you have and just trying to turn, turn it yeah. a little bit towards some positive and, and and I you've done that. I mean that's that's a wonderful thing to take uh, your experiences and knowing about that and and like you said, loving on the on the community and and that's what I also we mentioned it earlier ago. If you know people, if you're listening to this or watching, and you know people that have a child with some challenges, please reach out to them and yeah. and, and if you know them, especially just check on them as a friend. Um, yeah. Check on them as a friend and 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 invite them to do things. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious, give them the opportunity to say no, if that makes sense. You know, I think a lot of times it, or it feels like it, that uh, people around that we may know as, as me and my wife may know, we don't, we, I mean, to be quite honest, we don't get asked to do much. Um, but, you know, ask parents to do things and let them turn you down. Don't feel uncomfortable. I mean, get to know, like you've been saying this whole time is get to know uh, the situation or the, or the child or the person. I mean, that's what we can do. And, and then invite them, invite them to out, invite them out to dinner sometimes. Um, yes. And if they don't feel like they can do it, they will, they'll, they'll tell you no. And, and right. they'll know that they're included. I think that's a big part for parents that could be struggling as well is know that they're still included uh, and loved on. So listen, I, I'll end it there. I, I just, I, I wanted to have your story out there. I, guys, I think Stacy has done a, a wonderful job. Everybody in that Athens area probably already knows Stacy, but if you don't, please, uh, look her up. I mean, look up Make Away. Go to their Facebook page, Make Away uh, Foundation on Facebook. If you feel like you want to give, great. If not, just just learn about Stacy and her group, um, and, and reach out to her. She's a great resource for for a lot of people up there. So, Stacy, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you oh, very much. Thanks for having me, Dustin. It was a joy.
Thank you. And guys, we will have another episode coming up with maybe another interview. It could be something else. Who knows what I will end up doing, <laughs> uh, but we will have something out there for you. Everybody, y'all have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this and uh, God bless.